Uh, I think it's a pretty good plan. We should be able to pull it off this time. Uh, what do you think, Abdul? Can you give me a number crunch real quick? I'm coming up with 32.33, uh, repeating, of course, percentage of survival. Oh, that's a lot better than we usually do. Uh, All right, oh, thumbs up. Ready, guys? Let's or? do this. Leroy Oh, my God, he just ran in. Save him. Oh, gee, stick it clean. Oh, gee. Let's, let's go, let's go. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hi, and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Three guys, random topics, quality reviews. Uh, my name is Michael Hodgins, uh, and with me, as always, is Crofton Steers. Hello, Crofton. Hey, Mike. It's me, Crofton. And, of course, the bearded Bo Schwartz. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> your, your beard, Bo, is, because is larger than the rest of your personality now. Well, I think we have to stop doing the podcast over webcam because my beard is distracting you from performing. Or what we should do is actually is have, it, is have it be, you know, I should I should have said, with me is Crofton Steers, and with me is Bo Schwartz, and our guest host, Bo Schwartz's beard. <laughs> that's true. You could have saved that for next time. One thing that's funny, too, is that whenever... It seems the past few times when we introduced Bo, his first his first thing is laughter, which is a good way to be. Before he says anything, he's laughing. Yeah, yeah. it is good. Well, you know, it, the beard is kind of taking on a life of its own. I am I am combing it regularly. I don't <laughs> know if you can tell. I think I can see the ecosystem in it from here. <laughs> it's clean, man. That's clean beards. <laughs> Ecosystems are clean. It's all natural. Man. Uh, I guess so. I guess so. That would explain the uh, the flock of birds living in it, right? Yes. Yeah, they like you it. You thought there. you escaped Clean. the pigeons in your last apartment, but they're just laying eggs in your beard now. These aren't pigeons. They're hummingbirds that live in this one. Indeed. That's gross. <laughs> so, how are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> nice nice well, segue. I, uh, I think I've said how I'm doing, Croft. Did you say what you're doing? I'm doing pretty good, actually. Uh, I am... Just here's a little side note, part of the Crofton origin story, if you will. <laughs> when when I uh, when I grew up, uh, both my brothers played organized hockey. I did not, even though I played hockey on the backyard rink, and we've had some some pretty shitty snow lately. I I like to go downhill skiing. I haven't really been able to, so I tried my luck at playing hockey. And I live in a country where you pretty much play hockey from the day you're born and so I was kind of a little nervous I can skate not too bad but I went down to the rink and gave it a shot my buddy Mike here came with me gave it a shot we threw our sticks uh, into the middle of the rink and uh, we we didn't do too bad I mean we were the worst players but uh, <laughs> everyone everyone's a Wayne Gretzky I tell you I think you just uh, the moral of the story is that if there's something that you wanted to do and you're all, you're always like oh you know I'm I'm too old now everyone's going to kick my ass well that's true but you can still do it anyways so and well, you know it's you're, it's true, and that's a good way to look at it, because I've always hated hockey culture, uh, but since... <laughs> it's true, I, I do. I'm, I'm anti-Canadian. Like like it's way funny, he knows it. nothing about hockey culture, but he hates it. Except he just hates from, it on principle. So I, I've, I've watched, I've watched Don't enough hockey. Don't they all hockey. pass a piece of bread around and make you come on it as part of the... No, that's problem. exactly the stuff that Mike makes up. No, uh, no, no, and, and in any case, but the thing is, uh, well, 
I really enjoyed playing it. I mean, uh, it's it's a very it's a very fun sport, especially minus the face punching and uh, machismo that comes with the professional version. So uh, no, I, I really did have a good time. You know, yeah, no, it it, it is uh, it is fun, and it, I, again, I just want to stress that like. Uh, I didn't do it for so long because I felt like you know I missed the boat on this, and I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that I did even this, as a thirty pluser. You guys were amazing. So what, the part that Crofton left out here is that Crofton bought me a pair of skates, which was very nice of you, Crofton. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Bo. And I went out to go skating, and I think I did better than expected, but I did way worse than I expected out of myself. <laughs> Skating's hard. <laughs> I can barely you get anywhere. Done it in Twenty years, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I've evidently my memory was a little too, I don't know. What do they say? Rose colored, I guess. Uh, yeah. Anyway, skating was pretty difficult. So you guys were amazing on the ice. I don't. Yeah, but cares? we both skated a lot. So that's one thing. Grafton left. Who cares? We're both pretty good. Skater. Keep up with like eighteen-year-olds or whatever. Not me. Actually, it was my first time ever skating. No, it wasn't. I've skated with you before. <laughs> okay. All right. Was... I think we should get to the topic for today, guys. Okay, we will. But I just want to clarify one more thing. If you can skate backwards, you're awesome at skating. So thank you. All right. Thank you as well. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Grafton and Mike. Oh man, you guys are gonna like this one, and uh, I'm not yes. gonna think about it. It's <laughs> World of Warcraft. Oh, I don't like <laughs> whatever it's video games. Yes, yay, World okay, of Warcraft. Let me define it. This Woo. is a, this is a large video game where a bunch of nerds spend their whole lives. Uh, wasting away in their parents' basement, pretending to do quests. Can, uh, wait, <laughs> can you that? try that again without all the derisiveness? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Bo, you should try then. Uh, okay, so the World of Warcraft is a massively multiplayer online video game. Um, not the first of its kind, but the largest of its kind, and I would say the longest. R- Maybe not the longest running, but the most well-known of its kind. And also, I think it's celebrating 10 years pretty soon. Um, it's a, So just for anyone who's not very familiar with the genre, maybe we talk about just massively multiplayer online games. It's the idea that you're playing a single game with potentially hundreds, if not thousands, of other players. And you could potentially be interacting with them in a various number of ways through economy, through questing, through slaying dragons, that sort of thing. So, um, you know, World of Warcraft is, I think, the quintessential example. And this is another episode where we're, we're, not, we're not actually reviewing MMORPGs. We're reviewing World of Warcraft. That's an actual brand. Um, because it is kind of the flag. Everyone kind of knows what it is. You talk to... You even talk to the most non-nerdiest person and say World of Warcraft, and they have some idea of what that means. It means night elves and, you know, retribution paladins and dots. Yeah, I'm a good example of that. I was able to define it correctly, and I've never played. <laughs> okay, I, I'd like to... Bo says we're not going to review the the whole genre of MMO RPGs, like giant well, multiplayer we games. I think we can. And uh, that's fair enough. Like, World of Warcraft is what came out, and it is the most well-known one. But to be fair, like, like it, Mike, I'm pretty sure, has not played it. I have played it for, like, two minutes, and, and Bo has 
played it for enough for all three of us. <laughs> for for eight hundred <laughs> hours. But I've got to say, wait before I go forward on this. I will say that um, our backgrounds in this field are kind of varied because Mike has played a lot of an MMO RPG, oh. uh, Final Fantasy Eleven, uh, which Bo has also played. I'm sure a shit yeah, ton. Yeah, he, he played enough. He didn't get and uh, and I'm not done. I have actually worked on an MMORPG before, um, and that that was a ridiculously unfamous MMORPG called Shadowbane, um, and uh, and so we do have we do have background and that relates relates to this, and we come from different points of view. So I think I think that it'll be interesting to talk about this. But at the same point, it should be noted that neither Mike nor I have really played much of World of Warcraft. Uh, so, well, Bo, do you want to kick us off with sort of like, uh, I don't know, what you think about yeah, it? Yeah, I guess so, because um, I think we, cause you said that it was World of Warcraft, and I think we can just talk about MMOs generally, um, just World of Warcraft maybe being the, you know, we're reviewing it as being good, bad, or bullshit. Anyway, so I have the most extensive time in World of Warcraft. I have a level 90 uh, female dwarf uh, fury warrior. So she wields two big warhammers and smashes face. That sounds um, hot. Actually, it is. Also, her boobs jiggle a lot when she runs. Well, I have it's a question cool. to interject here. How long did it? How long have you played? Do you know? Do you have the stat? Uh, you can you can log into your character and and type a command slash time played and it'll tell you. You should do that. Why? I'd like to know. You want me to do that and like prove some point that I'd be filled with regret? Well, I've played a lot. Being filled with regret is what MMOs are all about. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, For me, that is. That no, is. Yeah, and I think, and I would argue that um, World of Warcraft did a few things differently that MMOs didn't do previously. Now, the deal with MMOs originally was that um, it was meant to be a punishing atmosphere. So if some MMOs maybe had permadeath, but if you didn't have permadeath, it would set you back considerably. So the time you invested in playing the game would be taken away from you. Um, I know Final Fantasy have it. A lot of MMOs feature on death. You lose what you call these experience points. That It's basically stuff that you earn in the game. Um, you do not lose any of that in World of Warcraft. So um, the idea being that you know you don't have to grind to get to where you are and feel like you've wasted time going somewhere when i was okay one of the first known mmos was this game called ultima online and i played these ga ultima games when i was a kid yeah. and, and ultima was like a, a you know a, a fantasy adventure you were this guy you went on this adventure and the idea ab about these games is they capture your imagination and when i was when i heard that there was going to be a game where you know every person was a real person um that just that just blew my mind. Like I just thought. I remember as a, a, a yeah. child, we still had like low speed internet. I thought, man, this is going to be crazy. Uh, it'll be really fun. I'll be able to. I was a teenager, just starting out. I was getting, you know, it's the point where you value your friends over your family. Uh, you want to spend more time with your friends, and I was like, wow, I'd be able to. I'd be at home in Wakefield in the middle of nowhere and be able to hang out with my friends in these amazing virtual world that captures our imagination. And so the appeal of the of the genre was there from the from the onset for me. I really wanted. I really wanted to start uh, start playing these games. Um, and uh, when when it when they 
came out and when I had a computer that was good enough to run them, I was amazed. Like right off, they met they met my expectation. It was just after getting into it a little bit, I realized that that it was a little. It was um, there was very. Lim- there's a lot of limitations to what you could do based on the fact that there was a ton of people. When you have an experience that is tailored to you, like a single player video game, they can make you the most important person in the world. And it and it can be really fun. You can be in the middle of an adventure that's highly scripted to you and it's very exciting. But when everybody's a real person, it's just like in real life. Not everybody is having a crazy adventure all the time, and I found that I found that there's a lot of repetitiveness, a lot of the same thing, and and uh, because of that, I sort of lost interest in that type of game. I and I can understand that. So now I've came up off early on being pretty, uh, uh, both called it derisive or insulting towards the uh, yep. massive multiplayer online video games, and th- that's a that's a profoundly personal uh, uh, reason for that for me uh, as. Crofton mentioned, I played this online game called Final Fantasy XI Online, and I really liked the Final Fantasy games, and I thought, oh, great, you know, it'll be this open world, it'll be, you know, all this stuff, and I played it a lot, and it was, it, it did capture my imagination, there was neat things that happened, I really looked forward to playing it, but it was to the point, and because it just kept going on and on, and with this carrot and stick kind of mentality of wanting to level up, achieve more, um, I just, I played it a lot, and I felt like, I really feel like I lost an entire year of my life to this to this game. So when I said regret, because I feel like when I look back at that year, I don't even remember much of what I did. I was working some whatever, I think it was a call center job even, playing all this game. And at one point towards the end of the year, I, I, I looked at my time played. This is why I was asking about it, Bo. Mm-hmm. And it was something like two months and... I don't know, quite a few days. But but when I say two months, I don't mean two months of like, you know, just like like we've mentioned two months. Now, that means that's two months of solid playing. That's no sleeping. That's logged on class 24-hour, two months of 24-hour periods. That's how much I played in, in a year. And I realized, oh, my, like, and what did I have to show for it? A level 75 red mage? Uh, <laughs> you know, and part of me was like, oh, yeah, sweet. That red mage was awesome. Uh, but no, <laughs> I was like, I had nothing to show for uh, in reality. And what's interesting is it is it you bring up a lot of the stuff of like it's almost just like you know you say like oh there's like an economy and you can trade and you know and you can acquire things and do I'm like it sounds like real life <laughs> except uh, that you have to like pay for it and I mean I guess there's a, a violent aspect that is fantastical that you can't do in, in real life but I just feel like they're too much they're overwhelming and it just at least at least I for me just sucked away a, a chunk of my life yeah and. And I think that's uh, I think that's sort of a valid story, and I think a lot of people, um, you know, don't look critically enough because I spend a lot of time playing games, and usually what I'm asking myself when I'm playing a game is what am I getting out of it? So um, you know what you've described there to me is like, well, that's a grindy game. The game's purpose is the carrot on the stick; it's just there to keep you going. And certainly MMOs, um, because as Crofton said. They're not tailored narratives for wish fulfillment. They're places where everyone has to meet the objectives, so they have to make the objectives difficult to obtain, all those all those great big carrots. Um, MMOs tend to be, quote, grindy. 
Um, but there are merits to MMOs that are not necessarily, like, and there are certain brands of MMOs or other games that don't aren't grindy. So a big thing in World of Warcraft um, was that they introduced was instance dungeon dungeons. So um, you'd have this wide world, but then you could gather four of your friends and go into a dungeon and work together to beat it. And um, in some of the later stages, these are really difficult, so it requires teamwork to pass. And there's also the 25 and 40 man raid versions of these. So, you know, you could look at as someone who wants to say be a guild leader, you could look at organizational and manage like practicing organizational management skills to bring this amount of people together to accomplish an actually fairly complex objective. Uh, just I know Crofton wants to jump in real quick. I also want to mention that the economy um, playing on the auction houses in terms of selling low and buying high and timing market is actually something you can do in the world of Warcraft and that I've done that to make like a ton of gold. I wouldn't make grinding out quests or earning in the uh, in the regular game. I, I have sort of two separate points. One one is to address sort of what Mike, Mike said earlier, because I think Mike told an interesting story. Um, and and I, I, I feel, and when you do a podcast with your friends like this, you sort of have, you know, things that you know or that you feel offline. I think that the period that Mike played Final Fantasy XI in his life was not his favorite period of his life. And I feel that that may have led him putting emotions or credence into this, not just this, but video games in general that may or may not be justified. Uh, that's not to take away from his opinion. I definitely think that there is a carrot and a stick uh, mentality to it to, to touch on what Bo said about the um, about the features of World of Warcraft I think Blizzard as a company is often known not as much for its innovation in so much as it is for taking existing ideas and polishing them to a fine uh, taking piece of coal polishing it into a diamond and that's sort of what they did with World of Warcraft an example of this and correct me if I'm wrong on this Bo because I, I may be is one of the criticisms was one that Mike brought up was that people were spending too much time on these games and they're led to be they're a disparity between the power players and people that spent less time. So Blizzard uh, instituted this thing where, where you would get more experience points for maybe the first oh, hour, yes. first hour or, or something that you play, and then your character gets fatigued, and the only way that it could rest and you could get experience back is if you logged out of the game, right? So it, it would encourage you to yeah. to to do that sort of thing. Yeah. So the idea being is if you didn't have enough as much time to play as your friends. Um, you you would get like a bonus to your XP just for not having played. So you could actually play casually and just keep up. The expansion that's coming up, Warlords of Draenor, um, actually... <laughs> <laughs> the Draenei are awesome, by the way, and Draenor is their planet. And anyways, they're going back in time to the original Warcraft days. Um, the uh, They're offering you, you purchase the expansion, you get a character right at level 90. You don't have to grind up to 90. Like they don't want you to grind. It's, you know, I think the definition of what an MMO was in Circa, because I think Mike's reason for not playing video games isn't about Final Fantasy or about that. It's about, what am I getting out of this? Nothing. So why do I play games? I'm not going to do it. And that was my point is that I think there are activities and games that you get you can get something out of it. But um, back to the point about Warlords, which is that, you know, you don't have to grind. You can just get a level at 90, you level 10 levels, it takes like no time at all. And you're playing the game with other players, which is, they've really brought the game 
in its current existence into its focus, which is playing cooperatively with others and learning to work together as a team or competitively in arenas. Um, what, what Crofton said about uh, the state of uh, – we were friends back then. And he he knew me well. And I think I was in kind of a down place when I when I was playing those uh, those video games. But what they did also was serve to keep me in that place uh, because – I did, it, it, it kind of was served as a faux social aspect to life, which I, did, which I didn't have elsewhere. So I would go on. I'd feel like I'd done something with my day. I'd interacted with other characters. I had, quote, friends online, people I'd never met. They were just avatars and this sort of thing. So I think it, it, it kept me in that place far longer than I probably had needed to be in it. And and when you talk about accomplishing something in a video game, if you're playing, if you, and I have played and enjoyed lots of video games, and I won't come down on video games as a whole because I've had lots of great times playing video games, often the time is you want to solve the game, finish the game, complete the story, uh, that sort of thing. In order to do that, I didn't even finish. I didn't even get to the final end game of Final Fantasy, and I played for two months and a half, and I don't think I was doing it wholly inefficiently. Inefficiently, that's just how long it took, uh, because the the idea is they're, they're structured to keep playing for as much as you want to play, uh, and so so that you can literally uh, spend years playing this playing the same game. And so the sense of like accomplishment or the resolution of a story in a traditional game is a little bit like is a little bit lost on me there, and I feel like. I feel like also the way these things are structured is a bit in dopamine release because I, you know, I feel like I play these games, you achieve something, I feel happy in the same way that you accomplish oh. something in life, you feel good. Yeah. And I think that they're really structured around psychology and what people want, carrot in a stick, getting something you want makes you feel good, and it just keeps repeating, repeating, repeating. So I think that especially if you're in a vulnerable place, which I was, they can kind of suck you in. Um, I think if you're in a healthy place and you really can balance your life very well, then I think it's just a fun pastime, and that's fair enough. But uh, but I do think that, th- that there are some risks for people who maybe need to get out of their comfort zone a little bit. Yeah, the, the, definitely the dopamine rush is a feature of Warcraft, uh, the, the world of Warcraft. In terms of it's not so much about leveling up or grinding, it's just getting pieces of gear, like in- incremental gains on your shoulders or your breastplate or your leg armor things. So you know there there is that whole the whole point to rating is is de- definitely getting that dopamine. Yeah, rush. no, and and I agree with the point that you guys are are talking about. It definitely, there's certain certain people that that are just going to become obsessed with these games, and and you hear about them, and it reflects on the game as a whole. Um, I think originally, while that dopamine thing is there, I think the design factor came from. Originally, they make these games and they think, okay, we we have hundreds and hundreds of people all at once. What what can we have them do to sustain all these different players playing all sorts of different games? So in the end, there wasn't much. They had to keep repeating the same cycle of actions and giving little rewards or whatever because really it was too complicated to offer anything else. I know World of Warcraft has worked this out a little bit, but... It's funny how how these games are also a product of ten years ago. I find like they they used to come out. There'd be multiple of these games every year, and that was when I was in the business. When I worked uh, for Ubisoft, I mean everybody was riding that train, and now that's 
nobody's into it anymore. And one of the big limitations at that time was internet access. So everybody had internet access, but they didn't necessarily have high speed internet. Um, and now that they do, there are games that are much more immersive um, that allow, if you play a game like uh, World of Warcraft and Bo and I get into this often. Like, and I never, unlike Mike, Mike and Bo, I never really got in. The closest I got into one of these games was this superhero game called City of Heroes. I played with my wife, um, but but the the con- the actual gameplay is you click on something and then you hit numbers to activate your skills or you double click on the guy to attack them or whatever the the app, the level of interaction is is fairly slight uh, although that you know you've got a there's lots of variables to take into account you can heal your friends you can uh, buff your friends with spells and all that and that lost me pretty quick i was like okay this is a and the reason it had to be like that was because of the internet speeds and now that there are faster internet speeds i find there's really much much more immersive and interactive games that still include tons and tons of players, and therefore games like World of Warcraft, I just don't see yeah, around in the yeah. future. I think I think you really need to try raiding. <laughs> it's it's not just clicking on stuff. It's pretty demanding. Like like I think there's I think an experience look- there that you haven't had. That's possible. That's true, and I'm not yeah, faking experience. But, but I think I have just I think you need to look at what you're actually doing when you're playing that game you are you are clicking on guys with your mouse and you're clicking on numbers on the keypad like that you've got hot keyed to a spell or an ability yeah. that's what and then those things refresh themselves and then you can use them again so you got to balance yeah you might be clicking around pretty fast but that's like that's not really gameplay it's the same as diablo it's it's sound, well it sounds like maybe like dps would not be for you but you'd, you'd probably enjoy tanking so one of the well, monsters goes after your healer you've got to get that creature's attention back how do you manage that more ad spawn like in the more complex raid structures I'm not saying you you should you should like it or whatever, but like well, it's it well, actually one, is pretty demanding game. One play. thing I would add to that: if you watch anybody playing a video game, like you don't see what they're playing. If you watch them playing it, you're going to see someone clicking a mouse and hitting keys in a keyboard. That's all you're going to see. Doesn't matter what the game is. So I think Bo's point is more: it's a level of interactivity on screen. So one might be that you're controlling a person and moving that person around and clicking to fire a weapon, that sort of thing. Another one might be like you know these games like. Uh, a Dune, well, maybe Dune's a bad example. StarCraft, you know, there's there's complex strat- st- strategy going on, so you have to move fast and move your attention around. The bottom line is the interaction with any video game is pretty limited to clicking and hitting of buttons. Well, uh, th- that's true. That's true. Uh, but I let's just a little background. I've played a lot of video games. I've worked on. <laughs> that's true. Any listeners out there? I'll vouch for that. Croft- I, I I've worked video on video games. I have I have played. Uh, games like World of Warcraft, I've Shadow Bane, the game I worked on, was a more intense raiding game than World of Warcraft that led full scale player wars going against each other where cities were attacked and this sort of thing. I know all about all, all about that and I know what the gameplay consists of in the, in those types of games. It's not for me and I don't consider it very engaging gameplay. And honestly, I consider it gameplay that is going to uh, not stand the test of time. It'll be looked at as retro gameplay as, as you can now uh, allow for more complex transfers of information over the internet. Um, that's, that's what I was trying to say. Okay, I would like to bring it. Now, I've been kind of negative about this stuff, but there is something in with in the MMO world of Warcraft. Like, I have colleagues at work who play who are adults and women, shockingly. Um, because yeah, I always assume, it's far but, from retro. That's some shocking statement, Crofton. But 
but it's more the fact that the idea of taking on another persona, uh, and, and I think that there's some merit to, to that, pretend, you know, pretending, living in another world, having maybe different sorts of social interactions, and, and I suppose there's some stuff there that you just, you can't do in real life, and that uh, a traditional game doesn't allow you, those kinds of interactions, those, those, a way to present yourself in a different matter, uh, you know, it, you could be, say, I could pick up a uh, start playing a game and be a magic user and you know and something like that I can't do that in real life or a big strong guy or whatever something that I'm not so it's a way to sort of um, present yourself differently and but have actual social, social interactions related to that yeah that would be, I think that's a good point that would be one strike I'd say is like against all modern MMOs is that it's more game and less role-playing. I don't know if you ever remember logging into those old-school mud-type things where you'd actually role-play a little bit your character as opposed to, uh, you know, like in a Dungeons & Dragons dragon session as opposed to a game. But, uh, you know, but yeah, you're right. There's an element of that, too. Actually, WoW does have full RP servers, although I'm not, I don't RP, so I'm not sure if anyone really does that or not. But I think there are some dedicated people out there who actually pretend to be the characters they're impersonating. I do want to mention something because Bo mentioned Dungeons and Dragons, and I should I should note that all this stuff like if you go back far enough that's what it stems from. And I I play Dungeons and Dragons with you guys, and I I also when I play these games these MMOs I generally don't play them with other people than my friends. Like I'll I'll go on with groups of friends and that sort of stuff, and I do see it as like I mean. It's something that like you don't have to I my brother lives in Calgary. If I wanted to play World of Warcraft with him, we could have an adventure, a Dungeons and Dragons like experience uh, you know, online. And even though there are graphics, even though there's whatever, there's still that challenge of your imagination, just like there is in World of Warcraft. It's just that the computer uh, is the dungeon master. So you know, I definitely think that it's it, it's cool in that way. In the same way that I like Dungeons and Dragons, I can definitely appreciate um, those games uh, those games as well. Yeah, yeah, they do offer that. But I think one of the points you did make, though, that I, I do agree with Crofton is that um, the technology has caught up such that, like, you know, there was a time when World of Warcraft was the you know hottest IP out there, making the most money. Now it's a game like League of Legends. Which is similar, but it's instance. You play for 30 minutes and you're done. Kind of like it's a quick combat match and they're making money hand over fist. And I think we're seeing more and more of not the MM, the massively multiplayer part as in like a the dream in the beginning was it was a big world everyone lived in. Now it's more of a game lobby matching you up with a few people and just playing some instance content. Um, and I think you're. I think we're we're seeing more of that in WoW itself. I mean, a lot of WoW is matching you up with random people, and less about exploring the big game world. All right, I think um, I probably would never run out of things to say about World of Warcraft. It's definitely, I think, really awesome, really awesome. Okay, well, you're, you're landmark in video games. Yes, I'm. Start. I'm just going to transition to video games. I, I, you know, I didn't actually come to World of Warcraft right when it first came out. I think I got in towards the end of uh, the burning crusade and um you know it there's a reason why it's copied by so many companies that you all these mmos that are fly by night that open up and close shop uh world of warcraft really does it right and um i think it's had an awesome effect on the gaming landscape so i'm going to say that world of warcraft is good also it's fun and people shouldn't shit on it. is that my cue uh, okay. Yes. okay. <laughs> People shouldn't shit on it, Mike. Um, they shouldn't. 
Shit. World of Warcraft oh. is bullshit. <laughs> I feel like these games are structured to suck people in, keep them playing, keep the money rolling into the companies. Uh, I think, as Crofton pointed out, there's richer there's richer game experiences now than than play, things like World of Warcraft and certainly than Final Fantasy Online, which is a worse version of. Um, World of Warcraft. I think there's better ways to spend your time than playing for five months the same game. Maybe try many different games or do other things like play hockey. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, for all those reasons, I just think like, you know, if you enjoy it, great. Yeah, it's not, you know, I don't even think people will be looking back and thinking too much about World of Warcraft as a historical context. So, yeah, it's bullshit. I, think. Um, I have a question on your verdict before I deliver mine. Well, mine. Yeah. Why, why not bad? Um, because I think, uh, as much as there are a lot of negative aspects to it, uh, I feel like a lot of people can balance their time very well and it's a source of enjoyment and entertainment and I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell anyone to give up something that they enjoy and love and I have definitely had some times, even Final Fantasy, which I now look back on with regret, times where I'm like, oh, I really did enjoy some of those experiences and some of the landscapes that were provided in the game and the storylines that developed and that sort of thing. So I have some elements of fondness, but so I can't go right down. And just because I was bad at managing my real life with my online life doesn't mean that everyone is. So I'm just going to leave it at bullshit and, and hope that other people uh, manage things better than I did. Well, now it's time for Flashblade, the Holy Cleric, to deliver his verdict. Uh, first off, I got to say, as I touched on, I like video games, and so shitting on a video game is not necessarily what I... What, it's like what an I, antithesis to your existence. He just doesn't yeah. like WoW because everyone tries to get now, him to play it, and we sound other, like crazy the, people. Uh, excuse me, Sorry. it's my verdict. Sorry. Um, uh, the, the thing is... I, I find about uh, about WoW is is that first of all I, I disclosed off the top that I barely played it like I literally have played I, I joked five minutes but probably I put an hour into it which by WoW standards is nothing and uh, and it you know didn't it didn't catch me that genre of game as much as I want to like it as much as it, it, this creating of this virtual environment um, in, in adventures that I can share with my friends none of them have really hit home uh, for me I, th the basic gameplay is all the same WoW has polished it to a diamond and I'm not saying that it's not it's not a good game it's not a good product I disagree with Mike in terms of history I think that it is going to be a notable part of a, at least video games gaming history uh which which i think as time goes on is going to be a bigger and bigger part of overall history um but uh but i i just find that i don't enjoy that type of game um and i because of that i i'm just gonna have to say it's bullshit the video game gods are disappointed in you crofton I Actually, you know what, Bo? You should you should be happy. I'm. I think you should be happy that you got out of the World of Warcraft one with two bullshits and a good. Uh, it could have well, gone. I don't care it, if you don't like it. It, it could have gone way worse for you on that one. <laughs> I want you to give your opinion. I'm not like looking for you to say good. Like, no, I know. I, I'm not gonna slip you like twenty dollars. It's like here, say it's good, please. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, again, I peppered this, yeah. all my comments with the idea that I really haven't played it that much, but at the same time, it didn't make me want to play it, so... Yeah. 
bullshit. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess uh, that's two bullshits and a good. Um, I haven't played in a while, but I'll definitely be playing it I, you should, again, like up- I think. I'd like an update on your total time play. Yeah, slash time play. I'm not sub subscribed right now, so I'm not going to subscribe just to uh, tell you how much time I've played. He's scared to find bucks. out. But I'll let you. You know what? I'll let you know when Warlords of Drainer come out. I am going to try <laughs> Warlords. It's going to be some shit. You'll cry. It's probably if- like it's probably more than your two months. I guarantee it. Oh. It's probably like up there, and that's just on the one character. I think the time played is per character. Oh I man, have, I have. Two or three high-level characters. Yeah, you got to add them all up. Yeah. So, anyways, I want to. Uh, could you just, for our benefit, but, read out the name of the last three expansion packs? Uh, I can. I can name them all. There's World of Warcraft, the original game, The Burning okay. Crusade, Wrath yes. of the Lich King, Wrath of the Lich King. Yes. Cataclysm. Oh, that's not too bad. And Mists of Pandaria. <laughs> 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 and then the new one is Warlords of Draenor, which is awesome, by the way. All the Warlords are badass orc dudes, man. All the crazy orcs from the original Warcraft series. Mists of Pandora. Yeah. Hey, just, just for the benefit of our listeners, what's the big new addition in Mists of Pandora? Uh, well, the, there's a new playable race. The Pan- what's that race? Pandaren. They are, uh, oh, really? pan- they are panda people. They're actually—they're like the Kung Fu Panda, except they look awesome. Like the art—the artwork on them is freaking amazing. It's not—they're like violent pandas. No, no, no. They're all Zen. It's like take awesome. on like the Orient, right? And the new playable class is the monk, so you can be, you know. Essentially. I think I think when you're developing a video game and you're at the point where you're introducing pandas, you may be out of ideas. That, that they're from the original Warcraft game. Huh? I must have. Okay, yeah. so is there I, any mail? So nice try deriding the World of Warcraft, Crofton. I ruined it for you. There's nothing in the mailbag today. But You showed me, Bo. Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing in the mailbag because you guys aren't writing in. So uh, we did an episode on World of Warcraft. Maybe, maybe you'll decide to write in now. You can email us at goodbadbs at gmail.com. Do you want to find out more about the show? Uh, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or subscribe via iTunes or RSS or Stitcher Radio on our website at gbbpodcast.com. All right, uh, Crofton, if our listeners want to know a little bit more about you, where can they find you? They can find me navigating the mists of Pandaria at Crofton <laughs> Steers on Twitter. <laughs> Okay, and Mike, if our listeners want to find you, uh, find out more about what you do, where can they find you? Uh, they can they can find me in my basement crying and lamenting over my lost years of video game playing. You know, time spent is See how we lumped that into all video games yeah. there? That's really <laughs> nice. that video Time game. spent, as a, John Lennon said, time spent as a red mage is not time wasted. <laughs> that sounds like something John Lennon would say. He totally said that. Uh, all right, you can find me at Bo Schwartz. Well, I will tweet about how much time I've played World of Warcraft. Incidentally, another MMO I've played, Planet Side Two. I know I'm over 500 hours on. I don't Ooh. know what that works out, but I like how he said that with pride. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, just imagine you did something productive in the world, how much you would have accomplished. John Lennon sent time well waste time waste time well wasted is time well spent. I consider my game playing well wasted. Yeah, except he wasted his well making, you know, John Lennon parts. says a lot of shit. But you don't it's not about making money, man. Like he made money, but No, not, not making money, making arts and lasting art. I make beautiful art with my mouse and keyboard, man. You okay, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful art, graceful arcs of mouse stroking. I'm off into the mists of Pandora. You were not prepared! You were just stupid as hell. At least I have chicken.